Welcome to Freedom for Anyone Ministry Podcast. Here at FAM, we believe that no matter who you are, where you come from, or what you've done, freedom is waiting on you through the work of Jesus Christ. We hope that you are blessed by this week's message. tribulations also. Huh? Tribulations work with patience. Patience experience. Experience hope. Hope make it not a shame. Woo! I'm believing God. So Shirley, I believe God. Yes, God. 
I believe God. Jesus, Jesus, I believe him. I believe him in, in the world, in, the, in this world where people are trying to figure out what truth is. I, I believe in Jesus. Uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean no disrespect to any other person, religion, or denomination. I don't mean no disrespect to you, but, but I believe in Jesus. <laughs> I believe in Jesus. My trust is in Jesus. Amen, somebody. Well, I didn't preach before I was supposed to preach. What do you do when that happens? This morning, <laughs> this morning, this morning, I want to give you a topic this morning, the storm, the shipwreck, and the snake bite. The storm, the shipwreck, and the snake bite. I'm going to say it again. The storm, the shipwreck, and the snake bite. Yeah. And why the pastors always try to use alliteration just to help us remember? <laughs> if it rhymes, you remember it a little better. <laughs> but this is actually what happened. Uh, I keep talking. If somebody comes and they listen to me any number of times, uh, they're going to say, man, this pastor talks about problems a lot <coughs> because I'm real. <laughs> I don't believe in just fluffing everything up. I believe in dealing with life because life happens. Amen. Amen. And when it, when it gets real, I, I said on Wednesday when the chili meets the cheese, <laughs> food references, I'm going to use them forever. That's just who I am. Uh, when the chili meets the cheese, that's when stuff goes down for real. Goes down for real. Anyway. That's when it gets serious. And so I talk about problems because we are going through things with our children, with our jobs, with our health, huh? with our country. We're going through stuff together. We're supposed to be in it together. Huh? In the same storm, might be in different boats, but we're in the same storm. In the book of Acts, Paul the apostle, he's going, he's got trials going on, and they've captured him. He's, a, he's a, been taken prisoner. And the, and the Bible says that Paul gets on a boat with, a, with some other prisoners. And uh, as, as they get onto the ship and they're sailing to where they're supposed to be going, uh, a storm comes. A storm comes. Anybody feel like you're in a storm? Yes. Now, a storm comes. Now, now, when you start to read up on storms, you know how they happen? You know how they form? A storm forms because there's two different types of pressure that have met at the same time. There's a negative pressure and then there's a positive pressure. Don't ask me how I know some of this stuff. I watch too much TV, I guess. Uh, there's a negative pressure and a positive pressure that come together. And when they come together, it creates clouds that prepare the way for a storm. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, a lot of times, y'all, when we go into storms, it's because there's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. There's a lot of pressure, and not always is the pressure negative. Not always is the pressure negative. It can be because of positive stuff. But when the positive pressure beats the negative, it creates somewhat of a storm. 
Listen, um, I have things going on with me physically. I talk about it all the time. Going to the doctor about it. That's negative, right? And then, y'all, the church is growing. Amen, somebody. The church is growing. And that's positive. That's positive. That's positive. That's positive. And, but, but regardless, these two pressures come together, and sometimes it feels like a storm. Oh, man. And you can feel like I'm in a storm. Now, now, what happens with Paul and them is that it's not just the storm that's up there. How many of you know that when a storm happens and you're on the water, the water gets affected? So, so let, me, let me make this spiritual. A lot of times, there are things up there that we cannot see. There are things going on in the spiritual realm above us, and there's pressure going on, and a storm is brewing, and all of a sudden, the stuff that's up there starts to affect this down here. So Paul is in the water, and the storm that's up there starts to mess with the water down here. Yeah, that's the way it works. Uh, yeah, you, we, we, we are with Christ Jesus, uh, and so we, we have to deal with some of the uh, pressure that comes from the adversary. Uh -huh. uh, in the spiritual, in the spiritual. And so the stuff that goes on up there starts to mess with the water. The wind begins to hit the water. And the water begins to build pressure in itself and create waves. And so the waves come. And so we have the storm. And the storm messes with the water, messes with our lives, right? The spiritual stuff messes with our lives. And it starts to beat up against our ships. The things that we have created to be safe in a storm. Yeah, we all have those things. Good job. I got a good job. That's going to keep me safe. I got, I got 401k. That's going to keep me safe. I go to the gym every day. That's going to keep me safe. My ship. I got my ship. Well, what are you going to do when the stuff up there starts to mess with the ship down here? And I promise Facebook I'm saying ship with the P. Just in case you're wondering. And no cussing pastor. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 27. Chapter 27. Now, I'm going to try to read as much as I can because I don't want to lose you. I got some points I want to make through here, and I'm going to try to be quick. Y'all know me, though. Just bear with me. And uh, I'm going to try to be quick and, and get us out of here. The, the book of Acts, chapter 27, let's start at verse 13. Verse 13. Chapter 27, verse 13. Acts 27. Acts, chapter 27, verse 13. Verse 13. We good? We all good? All right, NLT. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cosby. NLT. Verse 13. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it. When a light wind started to blow, the sailors thought we can make it. So uh, right here we see sometimes, y'all, we're a little bit carnal. We see, we see, oh, that's, that's nothing. I got that, I got that, I got that, I got that. I can handle it. That ain't nothing. I got it. I got some light wind right now. Uh, so they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. Verse 14. But the weather changed abruptly. Has it ever happened to you? You see that? You're doing fine. It's just a little light thing. I got it, I got it, I got it. Then all of a sudden, the circumstance changed on the dime. Boom. 
get hit out of nowhere. Thought you were doing good. Here comes something to knock you off course. This is what happened with them. They thought it was just a light breeze. All of a sudden it changed. Boom. Now we're in the middle of a storm. Oh, that's the reason why you got to stay ready. You got to stay ready. You got to stay ready because it can change like that. You got to stay ready. That way you won't have to try to get ready. Be ready. You won't have to try to get ready. Mm, the so the Bible says that the weather changed abruptly and a wind of typhoon strength called a North Star burst across the island and blew us out to sea. Oh, man, you could try all you want to to control your circumstances. You could try all you want to to try to manage your life on your own. But some things are just going to be outside of your control. Some things you're not going to be able to handle on your own. This is the reason why and you and I need Jesus in our life. Because the storm can come and it can knock us off course. I got a plan. I had a plan. I was going to get married at 25 and we were going to have kids at 26 and, and a dog at 28 and live in a two-story house and have a retirement at 40. And But something happened. Boom. Got hit. Got hit. My ship began to get hit with a pressure, with a force greater than my ship. Oh, man, you can try all you want to to do this on your own. You can try all you want to to be as tough as you want. But how many of you know that somebody always tougher than you? I'm a big dude. I ain't never been scared. I ain't never scared. But listen, there's somebody bigger than me that ain't scared either. <laughs> and when you run up on them, what you going to do? The Bible says, verse 14, that that the weather changed abruptly and the wind of typhoon strength burst across the island and blew us out to sea. The sailors, verse 15, could not turn the ship into the wind. So they gave up and let it run. So you try to control it on your own. Because it's your ship. This is your life. And I, I can do what I want to do. I'm going to turn left when I want to turn left. And I'm going to turn right when I want to turn right. And ain't nobody going to. But that storm, that storm, that storm that blows in, it will take your life out of your own hands. Yeah. It will take it out of your own hands. And everything that you thought you built, it will start to break apart. Mm, yeah, I see people, I see people, they do things their whole life trying to get to a place. They put their whole life into their career. They put their whole life into their health. And then when they get a diagnosis, they're confused because I put my whole heart into this. I put my whole life into that. Let me tell you something. Stop putting treasure in this earthen vessel. Stop putting treasure in stuff that moth can kill. Stop putting treasure down here. Put your treasure up in heaven. You better, you better invest. You better invest. You better invest. I'm telling you, you better invest. You better invest. I don't mean no disrespect. But I got to tell you the truth. I got to be instant in season, out of season. You got to invest. Because you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. The sailors couldn't turn. Now listen, the Bible says that the sailors... Could not turn the ship. Now, a sailor is a person that is equipped with the technical ability to turn the ship. They have been trained on how to turn the ship. They have learned how to turn the ship. They have had practice with how to turn the ship. They have put the, to use 
turning the ship, but the circumstance has come in that's greater than the thing that they've been training to do. It's greater than everything they've learned to do. It supersedes your practice. It has superseded the practice. And now the people that have been trained how to turn a ship can't turn a ship. I'm a mother. I was trained how to be a mother, but I'm struggling with being a good mother. Has anybody felt like that? I was trained how to be a man. I was trained how to take care of a family, but the circumstance of life have messed with my ability to do what I've been trained to do. And it's messing with me. I was trained, I was taught, I was educated, I was prepared, but the circumstance has hit me in a way that has done away with everything I learned. What do you do then? What do you do then? When the thing that you've been trained to do, uh, is, is it, your training don't do you no good anymore. Mm, training don't do you no good. You better know the name of Jesus. That's, that's, that's what he's there for. That's, that's what Jesus is for. When, when you, you, you got to do your part. Yes, you got to do your part. Do your part. But, but when you can't do anything about it, you can say, Lord, I'm doing all I know how to do. I need you to step in and help me now. But I need you to take it beyond where I can't go. So anyway, I don't mean to bore you. Let me, let me try to move quick. So let me just tell you the story. Let me just tell you the story and I'll get to the scripture again. So what happens is the typhoon strength, it begins to uh, blow the ship. And <laughs> the sailors say, let's throw this off. Let's throw this stuff off. We're going to throw all the stuff off it. And we're going to let the boats down. Because we're going we gonna to get in the, the safety boat. Uh, and Paul. Paul tells him, he said, look, uh, if you get in them little boats, you're going to die. You got to stay with the ship that seemed to be going down. <laughs> Has God ever asked you to do that? You got to stick with the thing that looked like it's going down. They said, no, man, this, this ship ain't going to make it. It's getting beat up. And y'all, we the same way. When things start to happen and we can't control it no more, the first thing we want to do is jump ship. We want to... Forget it. I'm gone. I'm out. Peace. I'll let you kick rocks. That's what we want to do. Uh, but, but the word of the Lord is stay in the boat. Stay right here. I know, I know, I know it's, it's, it's getting beat up. I know it's getting uh, tossed to and fro. But stay right here. Stay right here. Mm. Because, because even though the boat gets broken, the broken pieces are still useful to you. It can still be useful even if it's broken. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Me, 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 I, and my marriage, y'all, listen. Uh, me and my wife are fine, by the way. Don't please. My boo thing is in the room right now. Uh, but, uh, but there have been times in our relationship where, where we feel like this thing is getting broken up. But I'm not, amen. But I thank you, I'm not alone. But I'm not, I'm not jumping ship. I'm not. Because the word of the Lord is stay here. Stay here. Because if you try to use plan B, you're going to die. Oh, man, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying not to take y'all through all the scriptures. Uh, the Bible says, verse 16, 
We sailed along the sheltered side, verse 16. We sailed along the sheltered side of a small island named Quadra, and, and with, where with great difficulty we ho hoisted uh, aboard the life being between us. Then the sailors bound ropes around the whole of the ship to strengthen it. They begin to try to, to fortify their ship. We do that sometimes, y'all. We do that. We try to fortify the ship because we don't want it to fall apart. So we try to go to work mode. We, we said, we're going to do this, so we're going to do that. We're going we gonna to make it work on our own. We're going to tie it up tight. We're going we're gonna to reinforce it. That's what they said. They said, we're going we're gonna to tie ropes around it. They were afraid of being driven across the sandbars of the African coast. So they lowered the sea anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. Verse 18, the next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing cargo overboard. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. Listen, y'all, when the stuff gets real bad, you start to throw away everything. You start to throw stuff overboard that you thought you needed. When, when it gets bad enough, you'll learn what's really a necessity and what ain't. When, when, you, when you really get in it, you'll find what is a necessity and what really ain't. I found out real quick in my relationship with my wife what was a necessity. Company wasn't a necessity. Love you, but you can't come over. Huh? I, I, I'm married, you know. And that's something that you know you just gotta learn to you gotta learn to accept. When folks get married, they can't do the same stuff they used to do. I can't come hang out with you. Huh? Cause I wanna be able to go back home and not sleep on the sofa. Cause I'm too big and it's uncomfortable. I wanna sleep in my bed, my pillow top. Verse 21. Verse 20. The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars, until at last all hope was gone. Verse 21, no one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided the damage of this loss. Verse 22, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. The word of the Lord is, you made a mistake. It's going to cost you. But, but, it, but it's not going to cost you your life. See, the Lord is merciful even when he's getting on us. The Lord is still merciful. Yeah, there's some things we're going to lose for our disobedience. But thank God we're not going to lose our life. Amen, amen. He, said, he said, the ship don't, it's got to go down. It's got to cost you. It's got to because you disobeyed. So anyway, y'all, the title was The Storm, the Shipwreck, and the Snake Bite. I'm going to continue to give you some pieces of the story. So all of a sudden, the ship starts to break up. The ship begins to break up. And, and, and guess what? There's these men on the board, on the ship. They want to kill the prisoners. Paul is a prisoner. So, so the guards say, let's kill all the prisoners. Because if a prisoner got away in those times, the guards would be killed. So the guards said, let's kill all the prisoners so that we can try to stay afloat. But there was a centurion, centurion, that didn't want Paul to die. So he changed the order. But the, the storm kept raging and the, the ship kept getting beaten until the ship broke apart. And the Bible says that all the people that were on the boat, everybody,
every single one of them. The word of the Lord to Paul was, you're going to make it if you stay with the ship, with the pieces, with the pieces. Somebody says it's broken in pieces. It can't be no good. But that's not true, y'all. If the Lord says it's good, I don't care if it's been broken into pieces. It's still good for you. I don't care if it looked like it's damaged beyond repair. If the Lord says it's good for you, it's still good for you. Stick with it because God said it's good for you. So now we've dealt with the storm and now we're dealing with the shipwreck. And so the Bible says that all these men, they make it on pieces of the boat. They get to the, 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 the island. Let's go to chapter 28. Let's go to chapter 28. Yeah. Verse 1. Once we were safe on shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. And the people of this island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy. But they, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered armfuls of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake, driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. Man, I done been through a storm. I done been on a ship that was wrecked. And now I've been bitten by a snake. The trifecta of frustration. Lord, I had a bad week at work, but I held my peace. I got home, and me and my spouse got into it. I held my peace. Lord, I got up this morning to go to church, and my car got a flat tire, the trifecta. Now, many people, when that happens, get to cussing. I tried, forget it. That's not the word they use. They, they say some other word for forget it. But you know what I'm saying. And they say, y'all laughing because you know it's true. And so uh, they say, forget it. And the Bible says that as he's working, trying to help. I've been here. I've been here. Trying to assist and keep the people who have him imprisoned alive. That he gets bitten by a snake. Have you ever been bitten while you were trying to serve? Trying to serve somebody else. Trying to help somebody else. Trying to do good for somebody else. And as you're working and as you're helping and as you're serving, you get bit. But I want to tell you, I want to tell you, the thing about it is it's not dangerous to get bit. It's not even dangerous that the venom gets in. What makes it dangerous is if you let it stay there. You're going to get, listen, in this walk with Christ, you're going to get bit. You, you better know it. You better know it. You better know it. You're going to get bit, especially while you serve. Because people love to take advantage of servants. That's just the way it is. They love to take advantage of servants, right? Just the name implies that you can be taken advantage of. You're a servant. You can be taken advantage of. Uh, but but uh, what you can't do is you can't allow the venom from the bite to stay in your system. Right. Amen. That's right. Come on now. I forgive you. Yes. Period. You bit me. I forgive you. 
You, you hurt me. You, 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 you betrayed me. But I forgive you. See, what makes it dangerous is when you get bit and you allow what was injected into you to stay in your system. Don't let it stay in your system. Get it out of your system. See, the whole thing is the devil wants to inject you with anger, with bitterness, with resentment, with unforgiveness, with doubt. And if you let that stuff stay in you, it'll kill you. But you got to get that stuff out of you. Get the stuff out of you. Get it 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 out. Of you. But the Bible says it was the fire, the fire that caused the viper. Listen, when you begin to have fire in your life, I mean a hot relationship with Jesus, it's going to produce some snakes. When you got a thriving fire, when you're preaching the word of God, when you're doing the will of God, snakes coming out. It was the fire that brought the snake. As long as there was no fire, there were no snakes. As long as there was no fire. But when the fire comes, when the Holy Ghost get with you real good, when the Holy Ghost catch you real good, and, and you start to tell people about Jesus, and, and you start to do ministry, oh, the snakes come out at night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's another word that's supposed to be there for snakes, but y'all know the song. Mm -hmm. The snakes come out. Yeah. The people, verse 4, the people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to one another, a murderer, no doubt, though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. Listen, y'all, when you go through something and you make it, they're going to be some what we call haters, and they are going to be watching to see. I sound like a doctor again, Byron. They're going to, they're going to be watching to see if, if, if this didn't kill you, that will. Right. They're watching, they're watching, they say, oh, 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 if, if, the, if Corona didn't get them, that will. Uh, yeah. The Bible says, they, they say he was a murderer. Do you know that when you go through something, people will start to judge you? You go through something. Ain't did nothing to nobody. Paul had done nothing to nobody. Hadn't sinned against nobody. But, but because he got bit, they assumed he was a murder, murderer. Listen, when, when you go through, I promise somebody going to be there to try to diagnose why you're going through. They're going to say, you going through because fill in the blank. You going through because you don't do this. You going through because you did that. You, you got bit because, because, because. I got bit because I was serving. Had I been sitting where you were sitting, I might not have gotten bitten. But I was working while you were sitting. So yes, I've been bitten, but I'm not going to die. The Bible says, Bible says that it hung from his hand. It was, it was on his hand, y'all. And the Bible says that Paul had to shake it off. Oh, y'all, sometimes when you get bit, it's not going to just go away. 
You're going to have to work at making that thing let you go. It, it bit him, but the Bible says that Paul had to... Sometimes, y'all, you're going to have to... You can't just let it be. You're going to have to go to God and say, what is shaking it off look like? It means going to your closet. You're going to have to... Shake it off. You better shake it off. You better shake it off. Shake it off. You better learn. You better learn. What does it look like? Paul, Paul was doing this, but, but I shaking might look like this. Lord, I need you, God. I need your help. That's shaking it off. Viper ain't going to just let you go. The enemy ain't going to just let you go. You're going to have to shake him out. You're going to have to do some fasting. We're doing that this week, by the way. Hallelujah. We're doing it this week. Praise the Lord. But Paul shook off the snake. Where? Into the fire. Oh, Satan. This fire I got in me. This fire that produced the serpent. This fire that caused the snakes to come out. Is the same fire I'm going to use to get rid of these serpents that surround me. You better get some fire in your life. You better get some fire. You better get some fire in you. You better get some fire in you because uh, where Paul shook it off was in the fire. Paul, Paul could have Paul shook it off on the ground. But I'm not going to give you another chance to bite me. No, no, no. I'm going to shake you off in the fire and let the Holy Ghost deal with you. I'm not going to be messing with you no more. I'm going to let the Holy Ghost deal with you. So I've been, I've been in a storm. Man, I've, been in, I've been on a ship that got wrecked. And now I've been snake bitten. That's not fair. That's not fair. But the, the Bible says that he was unharmed. Oh, man. Verse 6. The people waited. You know this is cold-blooded. When, when you get hurt, there's some people... No, nobody here, of course. But there are some people that ain't going to try to help you. They're going to they're gonna be some people, instead of helping you, they're going to sit and watch you. They're going to sit and watch to see when you're going to die. They're going to be, you know, you know why? Because they're more acquainted with serpents than they are with servants. They're more comfortable around snakes than they are with servants. See, some folks are going to sit and watch and wait for you to pass out. Talk to us, talk to us, talk to us, Holy Spirit. Because they are more comfortable with snakes than they are servants. Uh-huh. And I pray, Amen, sister, amen. <laughs> the spectators don't believe in you. They don't believe in the calling. They don't believe in the gift. They don't believe in the anointing. They don't believe in the ability. Huh? They say if this one didn't get you, that one will. The enemy, the enemy we face is going to do the same thing. He's going to say, he's going to say, he's going to say, y'all listen, he's going to say, you, 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 you didn't die over here, but, but this right here going to kill you. I, I'm telling you, uh, I'm telling you uh, in the book of 2 Samuel, I believe, um, Saul and his son Jonathan, Saul and Jonathan are about to go face the Philistine army. And they ain't got but 600 men. 
600. And there was 30,000 chariots, the Bible says, that they getting ready to go face. Now, some theologians will say it was 3,000. But regardless, if it's 3 or 30, you are outmanned and outgunned. How do I know they were outgunned? The Philistines, the Philistines, that's what they did. The Philistines would not allow the children of Israel to have blacksmiths. Why wouldn't they allow them to have blacksmiths? Because blacksmiths make weapons. And the Philistines didn't want the children of God to have weapons. So they, they, they would not allow there to be any blacksmiths in the Israelites' camp. The enemy, y'all, the enemy wants to see you fail. And he's going to try to take everything that would allow for you to create a weapon in your life. What, what allows you to create a weapon? Time time. The more time you spend with Jesus, the, the more sharp your weapon gets. Yeah. Because you're getting that word. You're beginning to get in that word. So the enemy knows I, I can't let you have time because the more time I give you, the sharper your sword gonna get. So he's gonna try to steal your time. He's gonna try to steal your blacksmith. I'm not going to let you get close to your pastor. I'm not going to let you get close to that other woman of God, that other man of God, because iron sharpeneth iron. So does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. That's Proverbs 27, 29, 17, or 27, 17. Proverbs 27, 17, a man as iron sharpeneth iron. So the enemy don't want you around people that sharp. He wants you around some dull Christians that believe in the universe. And the healing of the universe. No disrespect intended. No disrespect. I don't mean no harm. But that's what they that's what he wants you around. He wants you, he wants you talking to somebody that's like, you know, the healer of the universe, Mother Earth. Uh, no, 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 listen, no, 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 listen, listen. Jesus. Period. Anybody trying to come up any other way, they are thief and a robber. That's what Jesus said. Thief and a robber. Jesus. I don't I don't mean no harm. I don't mean no harm. But if you go to the store, listen, you go to an, a store in America, you go, to, you go to Dollar General, you go to 7-Eleven, you go to the mall, and you pull out a, a, a ruble, a rachma, a shilling, uh, you, pull out, you pull out some other currency other than that American currency, you're not going to get what you want. The point is, is that you got to have the right stuff to get the right stuff. Amen. Jesus is the right stuff. Amen. If you want anything to go down right, you better get Jesus. Because ain't nothing else going to get you any kind of help. Anyway, let me get back to the scriptures. Verse 7. This is what happened, y'all. I'm almost done. I'm pretty much done. I got four more scriptures. Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius' father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him, laying hands on him, and he healed him. I'm telling you, Jesus still healed folks, yeah. Uh, yes, he then all the other sick people of the island came and were healed. Do you think it was an accident that he ended up on this island? No, nope. nope. not at all. Huh? Then, verse 10, as a result... This is Paul saying. We were showered with honors. And when it came time to sail, the people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes, sometimes, you can go through a storm and you can have a shipwreck and you can be snake bitten all for the glory of God in your life. The whole reason all this went down was because God wanted to show this little island of Malta that he was still God and he had people that had power and he was able to heal those that were sick and I guarantee you they would never forget this man Paul. They would never forget this man who was a prisoner that came in on a shipwreck that got bitten by a viper that then went and healed some. They'll never forget what they seen you go through and make it. Because sometimes it's all about being on display. It's all about being an epistle read of men. It's all about God getting the glory. You used to have cancer used to being the operative phrase there. You used to be, yes, I used to be. Y'all used to do, yes, I used to do. And the word says, and such were some of you. But we're not like that no more. Such were some of you. Such were some of you. We've been in storms, and we're going to continue to go through some. And let me tell you something. We might, this ship of ours that we try to hold on to, it's going to get broken a little bit. And we're going to get bit every now and again. But you got to continue to do the will of the Lord in spite of all that. You're going to have to have that fire. Listen, have that fire. What is fire? It's the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Not just, not just. I love the fact that you're saved. I appreciate that. I want you to be saved and sanctified. Thank you, Lord. But you got to get filled with the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You need to be filled with the Spirit of God so that when you get bit, you can shake it off and keep rolling. Keep moving. Some folks think that the, the, the attack they levied against you is going to kill you. Nah. Stand to your feet with me. Some people think, some people think, oh, I, I, I ran them down. That's going to that's gonna do them in. It's 11.35, y'all. We did all right. We did all right. They think, they think, uh, they think, oh, I, 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 I'm not letting, I'm not letting nobody affiliate, and, and I'm not letting nobody, I, man, look, fellas, if the Lord don't build the house, we labor in vain that building. If the Lord don't keep the city, the watchman waking, but it's all about Jesus. The storm, the shipwreck, and the snake bite. All in a little a short period of time. As he is being transported as a prisoner, what would you do if the people that had you incarcerated ended up shipwrecked and wet on an island outside of the jurisdiction that captured you? <laughs> Sucks to be y'all. <laughs> Some of us be like, they, they wouldn't make it. <laughs> huh? Listen, y'all, you're going to go through. Can I tell you that? You're going to go through. Get, get your mind ready. You know why? Because God wants to do something with us. God wants to use us as an example. The reason you go through is because somebody's watching you. Just like the, the, the people on the island. They were watching him. They were watching him. They were watching. 
I, I tell the Lord sometimes, Lord, you can't let me fail. Because there's too many people watching me. Some of them are watching because they expected me to fail. But some of them are watching because they need to see somebody succeed. So let, Lord, let, don't let, don't let it, don't let it. Because I want to be a witness in the earth. I want to be a witness. Let them talk. Let them say whatever they're going to say. I want to be a witness. I want to be holy because you're holy. I want to be an example to my friends. I fight it out. I fight it out with, with everything in me because whenever they go through, I want to be able to say God can do it. Say, Keith, Keith, I'm, I'm in a storm. I could tell him I was in one too. Keith, Keith, my ship got wrecked. Mine did too. Keith, I got a viper hanging on to me. I did too. But the power of the Lord gave me the ability to... This is how you overcome. This is how we... The weapons of our warfare, not carnal. Mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down of imaginations. And every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Fight right in the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. In the spirit. So that God can use your life. He can use your life. To be a blessing to somebody else. This is not about you. Fam. Fam ain't about Keith. This is way bigger. 